We are often told to be strong, hardworking, brave, respectful, and more. But we are really never told to be joyful. Yet Christ did not die for us to live in sadness. Therefore, we have to be deliberate about choosing joy in our lives. Hmm, how do we do that? Well, we are going to be looking at all this and more on the other side. You don't want to miss this. Hey, 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 my name is Wampala Kasumba, back at you with episode 22 of the podcast Navigating Life with God, episode 7 of season 2. Yes, we are back at it. Thank you so much for everyone who is listening in. Thank you so much for everyone who is listening in for the first time. And yes, this is Navigating Life with God. Um, so, as usual, I want to know, how are you? How are you being? How's your week been? How's your day been? And most important of all, how's your heart? I always emphasize, I'll keep emphasizing, check on your heart. Where is your heart? How are you feeling in this season? Why are you feeling the way that you are feeling? You know, always make sure you have a regular habit of checking your heart because many times we take things in that we do not check and we can begin to act on those emotions without even knowing the root source of those emotions so it's always important to check on how your heart is doing and like always we have an amazing topic for today i am so excited because today's topic is all about joy today's topic is choosing joy choosing joy and um like like most of the topics this is something that i know that god placed upon my heart in such an amazing way um as he always does um i think in life and i think more so in my country i think because of our parents and how they are raised and now passed on to us we are taught things like be strong be be hardworking you know all these amazing things you know be respectful be humble these are primary things we are taught in life primary things but i i've never really heard or come across not to say like there is no one that has taught their children this but i think it's safe to say that very few people have been raised to say be happy or be joyful like be joyful like it's like no one ever holds it to your head like why are you not joyous why are you not a joyous person like you know but if you are not hard working it's like why don't you work hard you know there's there's going to be a family meeting <laughs> if you are not working hard you know there's going to be a family meeting if you disrespected someone but no one is going to hold a family meeting if you are not being as joyful as you are supposed to be and i think it goes into how we live life and many of us are just not familiar with joy and so i was thinking i was thinking through the week i was thinking um i mostly check i know that god does everything for a purpose i am always aware of that fact and so even with people in my life 
I am always trying to understand why God has allowed me to have a certain friend, why God has brought in a certain person in my life, what purpose they are serving in my life. And so I remember not so long ago, okay, some years back, (laughs) but which is not like so many years back, like maybe one or two, God giving me this really amazing friend. And for some reason, this friend was so similar, but yet so different from me. And I remember always, I remember wondering, there was always something about um, this friend of mine, but I, I never quite like pinpointed what it was. But I remember one day, like literally sitting down and really asking God, what the purpose of this person's uh, presence in my life was. And I, I, I really sat down and asked God, probably because I was mumbling, I didn't hear his answer. <laughs> but um, it, it, it occurred to me that this person was always joyous. And it's something that I didn't know. Not to say that I am an unhappy person, you know, to say I'm not an unhappy person. But I I guess this is also the difference between happiness and joy. So this person was always in a joyous spirit. Whether we are under pressure, whether... You know, there is a situation that is, like, not so good. This person always had a joyous spirit. And to some point, it used to get to me, but I didn't really understand. And now, I I get to see why God sent that person into my life. is because to show me how to live a joyous life. I think our friends have so much influence on us. And so giving me such a friend taught me to appreciate little moments, to take time and just be in a spirit of joy. To cultivate that kind of spirit is so important. And looking back, I, I, I really appreciate God for it because I have learned so much about really appreciating moments that you have and not always thinking about the next thing. Because with me, I, I have openly talked about my struggle with always trying to please people it was always it has always been so hard for me to appreciate the moment because every moment that I'm in I am thinking of the next moment how am I supposed to please this person how am I what am I supposed to do next to make this person happy so that they do not you know leave me so always I had this this bad habit of never really appreciating moments and now realizing that God would even graciously use a friend to just teach me that valuable lesson of being living in joy. 
And so it's so important for us to really get to this place of joy. And I realize that this is something that is very foreign for most people. As it was foreign for me because, you know, we live, I think we we mostly identify with happiness. We mostly identify with happiness. Like, we are happy, like... And the thing about the difference between happiness and joy is that happiness is an emotion, okay? Happiness is more of you see that person, oh, that person is happy. Like, I can tell when you are happy, you know? There are certain people, you can tell when they are happy. You can tell when they dress a certain way, when they walk a certain way, when they talk a certain way. Like, I know this person is in a good mood. They are happy. But joy relates to the heart. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. It is something that is given to us by virtue of us being children of God. You know, you ever thought of it this way? Like Jesus did not die on the cross of Calvary for you to live a gloomy life. You know, why would God send his son to die and i think many times we recognize that we are set free from bondage we are set free from sickness and we claim it in all these other areas but no one really reclaims their joy no one really reclaims their joy because we succumb to so many things it's like one moment you're up one moment you're down but your joy why do we why are we letting go of our joy we should choose our joy it's time to choose our joy it's time to get back our joy wherever it was stolen from us wherever it was snatched for us from us it is time to get back to that place of joy when we read the book of galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23 it talks about the fruits of the spirit and i uh, i love using the uh, the Passion Translation. And the Passion Translation says, The fruit of the Spirit produces in us joy that overflows. Mm. I love that. Joy that overflows. You ever see something that's overflowing? It's, in another sense, something that does not end. Something that does not end. It's constantly overflowing. It's like in abundance. We have abundance. We are to live in abundance of joy. See, while happiness is based on emotion, it means that today I might be happy, tomorrow, the next minute I might be sad. Okay, so it's something that's temporal, but joy is given to us in overflow, in abundance. Meaning it's it's hard work. It's from the heart. I'm a joyous person from the heart. I don't think, depending on one's character, I think when a person is a joyous person, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always jumping. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're the loudest person. I don't think that's what joy means. I think joy has a lot to do with your heart. Joy has a lot to do with our hearts. And so... When it, joy is overflowing in your heart, you might not, okay, be smiling 24-7, but you have the joy of the Lord. You know, even when circumstances come your way, 
you know there is that joy you are not brought down you are not beat down because there is that joy you know that god is with you there is that understanding that god has given me today and he is with me you know and so even when we see ourselves facing different situations even when we see devastate we, we see ourselves living in devastating times we see ourselves living in confusing times we are still able to put our joy in the lord because we know that god is with us to the end and because god is with us there is always a reason for us to rejoice and so we have to get back we need to get to this habit i don't know if it's get back or start at it but we need to live joyous lives especially as children of the most high god you know because we know who our father is it, you, you know when you when you have something precious when someone gives you is whether it's a perfect gift you know there is there is just that thing that you just don't it's just that thing that you don't allow people to touch i don't know what's uh, most precious to me right, right now my <laughs> the thing in my life that i don't allow people to touch is my phone charger yes not my phone but my phone charger because my phone will not if my phone goes off it does not charge with any other charger but my phone charger so I will not allow anyone to mess with my charger because I know it's a source of power for my phone. So in the same way we should not allow anyone to mess with our joy. We should guard our joy like our most precious possession. I think anything that concerns our spirit is to be guarded so so strong. You know, whether it's our peace, our joy, our faith, these things we should hold on to because these things connect us directly to God. When you lose your peace, when you lose your faith, when you lose your joy, it it's really hard for you to see situations in the way that God wants you to see them or to live life in the way God has called you to live it. and so we should guard our joy we should guard our joy when we look back to galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23 at the bottom it says never set any law above these qualities above all the fruits of the spirit in this sense they are limitless meaning nothing don't let anything limit your joy don't let anything limit your joy the, nobody <laughs> see, nobody has the right to come up to you and say you're too joyous you're too peaceful you're too you have too much faith like back up okay back up jesus christ did not die on the cross of calvary for you to come and limit what he gave to me you know the spirit lives in me how can i begin to contain the joy that i feel you have no idea what god has done in my life you have no idea 
what I have been through to get to this point. You know, we have the fact that you are living today is a reason for you to be joyful. If you do the stats, statistics, <laughs> and check how many things are going around, how many people are not able to, to give the same testimony that you are giving, that should give you every reason to rejoice. That should give you every reason to live in the happiness that God has called us to live in, in the joy. Don't let the things of the flesh stop you from living in your joy. Don't let momentary things stop you from living in your joy. You know, funny thing is how many times we set out in a day and say, wow, today I feel so happy. I feel so excited. And then, like, you were so excited and I'm like, and many times I'm like, wow, nothing can bring me down today. I'm, I'm, I'm on for it. And then someone just does something as simple as step on your shoe. And it's like, you stepped on my Louis Vuitton. <laughs> you stepped on my designer shoe. You, do you know how much I bought it? You know, such small things, you know, when, living in joy means you are living through disaster and are still able to give praise to God because you know he is able. You know, you have you ever be, seen such people, like people who make you wonder, what is up with you? Like, you, if you were sad, there are people, if, if they are sad, like, you even understand, like, I understand why you are sad, but... Give the enemy a run for his money and live in the joy that you have called him. You have been called to live because you know that God is working everything out for your good. Because God is going ahead of you. Because God is working it out for you. You know? And I think many times why we fail to live in joy and probably just choose happiness to joy is because we we choose to be happy we want to be we want to do it in our own capacity we want to do it in our own capacity i will be joyous when i get that job i will be joyous when i pass my exam i will be joyous when I get that car, I will be joyous when I date that guy, I will be joyous when this and that happens. And we attach things to our joy, things that do not last, things that have no certainty to it, you know. But this joy, it is to be rooted in God. When we read the book of Nehemiah, verse eight, uh, chapter 8, verse 10, it says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. I love that verse. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, it's my strength. It, it strengthens me. The joy of the Lord it gives me strength. In Him... Not in my own capacity, not in my own capabilities, not in the opportunities that come my way, not in the, the, the people that come into my life, but in God himself. 
And Philippians 4 verse 4, which we are all familiar with, says, Rejoice in the Lord. Always again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. It doesn't say rejoice in your riches. It doesn't say rejoice when you get a promotion. It doesn't say rejoice when people tell you they like you. It says rejoice in the Lord. If you are finding it hard to live in your joy, cry out to your God and tell him, Father, help me get back my joy. The joy that comes from you. We cannot postpone our joy. We cannot keep postponing our joy. We cannot give, keep giving it due dates tomorrow, next year. You know, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not ours. You know, not, not just tomorrow. The next second is not ours. All we have is this second. Now, that's what's mine. That's what's mine. That's what I have control over. We are living in uncertain times. It's not a secret. We don't know what will happen in the next second. Choose to be joyful. Choose to appreciate the moments that you have. Choose to see the good while you are still able to see it. Because you don't know when the tables will turn around. Choose to live in your joy today. Because that joy, someone had to die for you to live in it. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord and personal Savior. And we ought to guard it. We ought to guard our joy. We ought to guard our peace. We ought to guard them. Don't let anybody run up into your life. Try to control when you are happy. Try, not happy, try to control your joy. No. That should be your most prized possession. The fruits of your spirit should be our most prized possession. Nobody, we should never give any right to anyone to have a say over when we should rejoice. Every day that we live, every breath is an opportunity to see the goodness of God. And so we should choose to rejoice. Live in the joy that God has called you to. He loves you. He's with you. He's cheering you on. And even when it seems dark, rejoice because soon the morning will come and it will be light. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope I said something that has blessed your life. Share this with someone. We are living in so, so much uncertainty. Many people are going through so many things. We need to remind everyone. We need to be reminded to live in the joy that we have been called to live in. Thank you so much for listening in. Till next week with another amazing episode. It's bye for now.